Last time on Good Job Adventures, we got a glimpse into the lives of each of the characters in the new universe, and now we'll see how their paths converge. town square bonacle point it's fairly like late at night so to your left there's an abandoned stall to your right there's just a large pile of crates across the way there's a wine barrel on a cart that is sitting there the main landmark within the town square is a large statue that depicts a red dragon coiled around an elven woman who was plunging her sword into the dragon's heart okay so the first thing i'm gonna tap on the wine barrel trying to figure out if there's any wine in it um you're not definitively sure but you're fairly certain that there's wine in this keg. <laughs> okay, note to self. Make sure this barrel doesn't break. And I'm gonna uh, keep investigating, trying, seeing if I can perceive any of the any of the metal monsters that the other guy mentioned coming into the bar. Uh, within the immediate vicinity of the town square, you don't hear or see anything. Alright, I'm gonna just go back to the bar. Arthos, would you have gone into the tavern or no? How long has it been since my ship landed? Not too long. I might be making my way there to refresh on some rum. Alright, so as Arthos is walking to the Clever Barracuda, and both Owl and Andrew are sitting in the Clever Barracuda, the party hears a loud commotion coming from the town square. At this point, I think I'm probably still in the Paul disguise. Probably fairly drunk. Well, I mean, the, the important thing is, did you say yes? Um, I took the ring. I think I probably said yes, but did not do anything intimate in terms of, like, hugging or kissing him. I think I probably just took the ring and left. <laughs> I'm gonna go see what that commotion is in the town square. I swear, there's, there's nothing there. I'm gonna have a problem. Alright, Arthos, what do you do? I, this might be interesting, and then I make my way over there. Alright, so, as the party makes their way over to the town square, what the party sees is three large metallic creatures just causing a ruckus. Two of them are essentially large robotic arthropods, and one can best be described as kind of a mechanical angel. As this happens, coming up from the western side of the plaza, Elagos and Roth enter the frame. So... I was going to try to look around and see if uh, there's anyone else in the square besides the four other people. Besides the four other people, you can presume that everyone else has gotten the fuck out of Dodge because scary robot monsters. Okay. What are the robot monsters doing at the moment? Uh, one of the mechanical bugs is attacking a cart. You notice that out of the barrels, some like red wine is spilling it onto the ground. Another one of the mechanical bugs is just generally breaking a pile of crates. And the mechanical angel is shooting lightning at an abandoned stall. At this point, the creatures do not necessarily notice the party. Hmm. Owl is going to attempt to jump onto the bars or seal in the roof. Of one of the buildings? Yeah. 
I have jumped pretty much cast at will. What is your jump height? When you make a high jump, the leap into the air is 3 plus your strength modifier. And I think jump time sets up by 3, so I think I can jump 24 feet. Jesus. Alright, so with, with your 24-foot hops, you are able to jump atop a nearby building with a little issue. So, I'm going to try and scout the statue. Just run up the statue. Uh, and I'm going to be using unarmored movement, which allows me to move along vertical surfaces. All right, so with your with your ability to run up vertical surfaces, you are able to make it up the 10-foot base of the statue. So you're now kind of somewhere on the statue where like the all of the bronze work is. However, the mechanical angel and one of the mechanical bugs, they very clearly notice you. And the mechanical bug makes angry robot bug noises at you as it begins to approach the statue. Uh, I, I would also, while this is going on, like to make my way over to the leaking barrel of red wine. Is it leaking? It is le- one of the bu- One of the bugs attacked the barrel, and it's now kind of leaking. Hmm. This is like... So these are wine bar- barrels, right? It's like alcohol? Yes. Ooh. I'm going to cast Firebolt on the wine barrels that the thing is attacking. All right. With you casting Firebolt, I'm just going to have y'all roll initiative. Not the wine! Am I visible on the top of the roof, Harris? Should I roll stealth for that? What do you mean? Because I jumped on top of a building. Do you think they see me, or...? Um... I don't know, I don't know if you'd necessarily be hidden. Like, the creatures were not really noticing what you guys were initially doing, so... Should I roll stealth? If you want to... If you want to, if you want to explicitly try to hide, yeah, roll stealth. All right. I got a 16. Nope, they don't notice you. And we were all supposed to roll initiative, correct? Yes. I rolled a 16. I rolled a 20. That's a 16. And I rolled an 8. I got a 13. Alright, so it is... Well, does, does my firebolt... Uh, does my firebolt resolve? Roll firebolt. What? Oh, shit. What a way to open up. I know. So you get the nat 20. I believe firebolt damage is... It's 2d10. All right, so because it's a crit, you roll 4d10, and then I'm going to roll some dice to represent the barrel exploding. Fuck. What? I'm hit by this blast because I walked over to the barrels. (laughs) Okay, so here's what I'm going to do. Arthos, since you're near the barrel, roll me a deck save. That wasn't really a roll, but, uh, 15? Alright, so you are able to, you are able to successfully dodge out of the way. Uh, you only take... 18 damage? (laughs) No, you take 8 fire damage as the thing explodes, and the bug... I mean, I'm assuming it's not so much explosive as it is just flammable, since it's wine. A lot of fire in one place is an explosion, that's chemistry, Pompa. It's like poetry, it rhymes. (laughs) Don't worry, I can uh, put out your fire, Arthos, with my cone of cold. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, so, um, that happens. Now it's Anders' turn. So I'm taking a look at the bug near the barrels. I'm gonna run up and hit it with a, just kind of give it a knuckle sandwich. (laughs) Alright, you roll to give this motherfucker a haymaker. Nat 20. Jesus fucking Christ. 
This is to make up for all those nat ones that Tyler rolled last time. No, no. I, I would need to roll the nat twenties. That's not make up for it. It details. Uh, that's nine. That's nine damage for the unarmed strike, and I'm gonna spend a key point for flurry of blows. And oh no, that's a one for the next strike. On uh, that one? Yep. You punch Arthas. Uh, no. What I'm gonna say is, you thoroughly deck this uh, creature in the face. You go for a kick. The robot catches your whatever limb you're using with its claw. All right. So I'm basically I'm basically grappled by this thing now, right? Semi grappled because it's just holding onto your arm or a leg, meaning that attacks you make against are at disadvantage. The last unarmed strike, 18, and another nat one. For one. Okay, one so what happens is, that one punch is captured. Go for a second, like, kick. So the bug is now just holding both of your arms. <laughs> yeah. That's your turn. Oh, it's the bug's turn. Oh, boy. <laughs> well, this is the end of Ander. Thanks for being here, Morgan. See you next turn. <laughs> Ander's not going to die. If Ander dies, that, that's on him. The bug that is holding Ander is, Ander, you watch as the, the bug's mouth kind of opens mm-hmm. as the bug shoots a cone of fire. Rolling a deck save with disadvantage because your arms are being held. Okay, uh, is this deck save to take half damage? Yes. Okay. 14 and 17, so that would be a 14. So you are able to pass that. I take no damage. Evasion. Alright, so... As you somehow dodge the fuck out of the way while being restrained, the bug sadly beep boops that it fucked up. The other mechanical bug is gonna skirt his okay. So just just to clarify, Owl's on a roof, Elgos and Rather kind of off in a corner. Arthos is bu- Arthos and Ander by the wine barrel. So Arthos, you notice as the other metallic bug kind of scurries up to you, you realize it's it's kind of far. It's like a good like 10-15 feet away, so you think, oh, you're fine. Then you watch as you hear a loud whistle from a puff of steam and a whistle from the creature's body as one of its claws and its head both stretch out to attack you. So, first attack on you is... Oh my fucking god, this shit's cursed. Fucker molding that one. So, the bug tries to like, steam launch its head at you. Its head gets stuck in the ground. It tries to go for a claw attack. I know that hits. An eight. <laughs> no, it hits you, and you take a grand... Oh my fucking god, this damage is cursed. You take a grand total of nine damage. That's not bad. It basically low-rolled, so yes, it is bad. Low the other bug low. looks equally upset. It is now the turn of the mechanical angel. It's going to point one of its... Um, Penises. Cylindrical... What? Never mind. It seemed <laughs> like you are about to say it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confused. So, the mechanical angel is going to point one of its um, cylindrical, almost gun barrel-esque arms at Roth and attempt to shoot lightning. Say hello to my little friend. Oh, no. This is cursed. Oh, my God. What the fuck? Let's roll the one. (laughs) I'm loving this. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Um. (laughs) I just did anyone else hear Harris turn into, like, the count? One. Ah, 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 ah. So, here's what happens. It tries to fire at Roth. The party watches as it, like, kind of short circuits, and it gets smattered with electrical feedback, dealing it 11 force damage. Uh, Certain magical railgun has jammed. (laughs) 
I'm upset. <laughs> Get out. I'm not upset by the poor rolls. I'm upset by your joke. <laughs> All right. So with its other gun arm, the angel's going to try firing again at Roth. It does hit. All right. So Roth, you take... Oh, Jesus Christ. You take 26 lightning damage. And Elagos, since you're standing relatively close... I assume Elagos would be within 30 feet of Roth, correct? Probably, yeah. All right, so you watch as lightning arcs off of Roth's body towards you. Roll me a deck save. All right. I know you're a barbarian, so you make that with advantage. Oh, uh, yeah. Advantage. That's, oh, that's a nine and a one. My danger sends this tingling, guys. All right, so <laughs> despite your, like, lizard brain instincts kicking out of not getting shocked by lightning, you end up taking 11, like, no, 15 lightning damage. All right. Uh, so I'm going to, uh, use my reaction to fight lightning with fire and use my daily tiefling hellish rebuke. Don't bring lightning to a fire fight, you idiot. Oh, God. Uh, what's the damage? Because it failed the next save. Uh, are you sure? It's a pretty low DC. It rolled a 7. All right, it failed. Uh, <laughs> that's 2d10 fire. Uh, how, how much? Uh, so that's... <laughs> that is 4. It rolled a 2 and a 2. It's fine, because you, you still burnt it. You still scorched it. Roth, you're up. Okay, so I'm not very happy about being shot with lightning for half of my HP pool. So, I'm going to kind of take an eye out. Like, how close is the mechanical angel to the other, uh, to the other bugs? It's, it's probably, like, 20, 30 feet away. Like, 25 feet. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to attempt to cast, uh, Shatter at level 5. What is the radius on Shatter? It is 10 feet. That's centered on the uh, on the angel. It also will make that with this with disadvantage as it's made out of an inorganic material, from what I can tell, unless that's wrong. Is the the angel is flying, or is it not? It is it is like floating. It, is Shatter gonna work? I interpret Shatter's basically just creating a big blast of like noise, oh. not necessarily like you shake the ground. Either way, um, yeah, it failed that con save spectacularly, so it takes. 27 damage. And then Roth says, bada bing, bada boom. The party immediately notices that the mechanical angel is looking kind of worse for wear, you could say. It's it's not doing too hot. It's about to be doing very hot. Um, Roth, is that your turn? Yeah, that's it. Alright, Elgos, you're up. I am going to try something. It's within 60 feet of me, right? Yes. And it's made of metal, so, right? Yes. I am going to cast heat metal. Okay, you do that. Um, Constitution saving throw. Oh no, wait, that's to drop an object. Uh, the way, because I assume, I assume you're you're trying to ignite the or heat the like me- various mechanical components of the angel, correct? Correct. Okay, so yeah, it, you notice that like whatever metally bits you target are glowing brightly. Uh, and I'm gonna I'm gonna just because I can I'm gonna cast it at level four because I have two level four slots. At what level? Level four. All right, so now how do, how does it work in terms of uh, ticking damage? Is it just every turn or? Um, because I believe normally how it wor- how heat metal works is that if it's like you hit a you hit a weapon or armor, as long as the target is holding the weapon, they take damage every turn. Is that correct? Uh, any creature of physical contact takes H2D fire damage. You cast the spell until the spell ends. You can use a bonus action on each of your subsequent turns to cause this damage again. 
If a creature is holding or wearing the object and takes damage from it, the creature must succeed on a con save or drop the object if it can, which I'm assuming, because it's part of it, it cannot. Yeah. It can't drop it. If it doesn't, it has disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks until the start of your next turn. Uh, at higher levels, it just does more damage. Uh, does it take damage this turn? Yes. Alright, so roll me the damage. I got a 8 plus... Uh, it's a 6 plus 2 and then plus uh, 6 plus 1. So, 15 total. Alright, so I have some good news and I have some bad news. Good news is, oh my god, you beat the fuck out of it. Um, however, despite it being thoroughly bopped, racked with thunderous loudness and fire, and it went slightly melted, it is still up. Is that your turn? That is my turn. Alright, Owl. Um, I'm going to. So, how, about how far away are they from me? I'm still on the roof. The angel's like like 45 feet away. The mechanical bugs are like around like 70, 80 feet away. All right, I'm going to do a running jump off the roof. That will be a 60 foot jump. Um, and so I'm gonna jump in the direction of the, like I guess the fire, like the bugs and the angel. And I'm tempting to jump like in the direction of like pretty much at a collision course with this angel. Okay. And as I'm running and doing this jump. I'm going to cast Cone of Cold at it. How is the Cone of Cold aimed? Is it aimed so that, like, it hits the, all of the creatures, but not the player? If I can do that, then yes. I'd like to try to hit the three creatures. It's aimed but... to put out breath. <laughs> yeah, I only go for Arthas. <laughs> Alright, um, I'm pretty sure there's a way, like, you can absolutely, absolutely finagle it to hit all three. The only thing is, I'm not sure if, I'm not sure if it's whether or not it would also... Oh, no, yeah, it would definitely hit um, Ander, because Ander's still being restrained, and Arthas is, like, right nearby. Yeah, that's fine. I'll do that. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, he said it, not me. So, uh, pink Cone of Cold. So, I just cast for Jeez. 40... Uh, it's a D DC 17 con saving throw. Um, if you... Okay, so sh straight up the angel dies. Because, because on a pass, it's half damage, right? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, that, yeah. It, um, you have Yidus deletus the angel as it yes. kind of falls to the ground. There's a loud metal crash because it's at three fucking health HP. I'm not gonna take for the, for the audience. I got 45 cold damage from Cone of Colds. Uh, yes, and I'm yelling. I actually passed. Same with an 18. All right. So as far as the mechanical bugs goes, um, the bug that is holding Ander gets absolutely blasted by the this wave. of Cold energy. Is it dead? Well, let me check. Check for a pulse. <laughs> also, where am I gonna land? <laughs> yeah, you're currently like midair over like over the empty fountain. Like you're gonna land on the statue or something. Maybe I'll. Ooh, I might try to aim for that statue. <laughs> Crashes into it. <laughs> That'd be bad. <laughs> well, you just did 23 damage to me, so I hope it happens. Oh, <sighs> why is it so cold here? Alright, so you notice that the mechanical bug that is uh, that is restraining Ander gets fairly fuckered by the cold. The other bug is not terribly phased by this blast of cold energy. Uh, is that it? We need to resolve where I'm landing. <laughs> yeah, he kind of just jumped into the middle of the field. Well, stop. I don't know what happens in a situation like, like this where, like, you eat yourself for your movement speed and would not complete your movement during your turn. Since you have no way to course correct, on your next turn, you're just gonna be moving in the same direction you were moving before. 
So I'm still mid-jump, yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Alright, Arthos, you're up. Arthos goes, why be the rum always the first to go? <laughs> what? <laughs> it, it, it's wine, bud. <laughs> so, the bug, the one that charged at me and got its head stuck in the ground? Yes, its head is still stuck in the ground. I would like to walk over it, and is there like a gap where its head is stuck in the ground and it's kind of like trying to cut wires in it? I was trying to like cut its head off, or? Kind of, yeah. You notice that like, basically its head is on a giant like piston, and Arthur's might not know the ins and outs of a fucking piston, but like, ah, there's this part that's clearly its neck, you can cut that. I would like to do so, please. Roll like, to try and decapitate this mechanical monstrosity. Okay, uh, let me see here. Do I have advantage because it's stuck in the ground and not moving? Yeah, I, I'm gonna count that as prone. Hmm. Hmm. I rolled a nine and a seven, so does an eighteen hit? What? What? Hmm? What? <laughs> My attacks plus nine. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. No, because I thought you meant I thought you meant nine as like you just like with your bonus at nine. Like, you thought he was speaking German. <laughs> yes, and eighteen hits. Uh, let's see. Do I just do do I do extra damage for trying to cut its head off or No. Ugh. Oh boy, guys! <laughs> Fuck. Fucking one plus five, so six. Um, and then also, uh it's wounded. Uh because of sort of wounding? So on its turn it now takes one D4 damage. Is that every turn or Yup. Alright. Uh remind me when to have it take the like the cortical bleeding damage. Yep. As Arthos strikes the mechanical creature with his sword of wounding, he notices as bits of like oil, grease, and water begin to leak out of this creature, as though it were bleeding. But yeah, it's basically bleeding. Um, is that your turn? Uh, well, it makes a fifteen. Um, it has. It can make a, a DC fifteen Constitution save on its turn, if, and if it fails, it takes the damage. Remind me when it's the creature's turn, because I'm gonna forget. It is now Andrew's turn. So I'm going to try to attack the thing that is grappling me. Okay. Does a 21 hit? You have disadvantage. You do. Again, does a 21 hit? So so what what sort of fancy wannabe flash kick do you do? I'm going to do a stunning strike. So first that's 5 damage and then a stunning strike is where the target that I'm hitting needs to succeed on a constitution saving throw or be stunned until the end of my next turn. What's the DC of the save? Uh, the DC is... It is a 17. It rolled a 17, so it is just barely able to not get stunned. Yep. And then my second attack, because of extra attack. I'm assuming a 12 does not hit. A 12 does not hit. Your foot... Uh, just kind of bounces off its its metal plating. Okay. Alright, uh, so it's now the, the robot bug's turn. Squirrely, how does sort of wounding work? Okay, so, uh, I, I, I once per turn I can wound something I strike with the sword. I wounded it, so now it has to make a constitution saving throw. Uh, what is the DC? 15. It passed. Okay, it's no longer wounded. Alright, GG. Alright, so as far as the as far as the robot bugs, um, the one that has its head stuck in the ground, it's able to just retract its head, and it's gonna t- try and take a swipe at um, Arthos with its claw. 
There we go. Uh, I know for a fact that 27 hits. Uh, I don't know. I you think take, my oh DC my god, this, this, this shit's cursed, I swear to god. It rolled a nine. It rolled a nine again? It rolled nine, okay, you take nine bludgeoning damage. These things suck. I know, they're rolling like garbage. Yeah, now when it hits you for half your health pool. <laughs> That's your pro. Alright, so, Ander, the bug that has you restrained, it's gonna try doing the, the uh, fire breath again. Uh, roll me a dex save with disadvantage. Plus dex, 18. Because I rolled a 13 and then a 10. Alright, so that passes. The bug looks very sad. Alright, so that's the bug's turns. The, an uh, the angel's dead. And Roth, you're up. Alright. Uh, so now I'm going to attempt to... So I see that um, one man is currently grappling with one of these bugs, right? I'm going to attempt to use Ray of Frost to attack that bug so that it will try to let go of it or get its attention turned towards me. I rolled a 14. Does that hit? That does not. Your Ray of Frost just smacks into the bleaking barrel of one. Oh, wait. No, I'm sorry. I did not roll a 14. Uh, uh -huh. I, I forgot that it had a mod on it. It has plus nine. I rolled a 14, but the mod yeah, is plus yeah, nine. Sure, man. So I, I totally hit that, by the way. No, no it's it's I, plus. It, I didn't I know. take I'm into account the rare uh, frost. The 23, I think that would be hits. Yeah, 2d8. All right, so that's an eight and a two. So I deal 10 cold damage. Okay. All right. Uh, hopefully, trying to get it get its attention turned towards me and away from this uh, this fine fellow. What you know, notice is that as you blast the creature with cold, with, uh, cold energy, you hear kind of like a, like a sizzling noise emanate off the creature's body. It also it also it also kind of angrily like turns towards Roth and gives Roth a, as best of a death glare as a robot bug can muster. Is there any building near me? That like, or like an alleyway. It's to your left, probably like 30 feet away from the bugs. I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of like jump, like run over to that alley to kind of get like a, a more secure spot to just sling spells at bugs. So with that bug turning, do I turn with it? It's it's heads on a pivot, so like it, it's it's able to turn. I'm gonna I'm gonna like uh, stand in that uh that alleyway now. All right. You're, you're, you're able to find some makeshift covers comprised of, like, trash bags and old crates, so you're all Gucci. Seems good to me. Alright, uh, Elegos. Alright, so, am I able to, like, if I was to, like, say, fire a spell at the the bug that's grappling, uh, Ander, would I be able to hit just the bug? It, what do you mean? If it's, like, an AoE spell, no. It's if not, it's like, it's like not a, an AoE, it's a, it's a directed, like, a targeted spell. A fireball? Yeah. It's not fire. What what spell is it? It's scorching ray. Yeah, that, that, yeah, it's fine. All right. So I'm basically I'm going to um, I get three rays, uh, but I'm only going to use. I guess I'll technically put two into um, the one that's not grappling. I'll just uh, raise both of my hands in finger guns, and then just say, bang, as uh, scorching ray fires out from each of my fingers towards the spiders. Uh, which is a 21. Uh, the 21 hits. And it takes... Five fire. The beam hits the bug. The bug looks annoyed. <laughs> I was hoping it would do more. I may direct another, a second one at it. Alright. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll direct the second one at the same one. 17. 
Uh, 17 hits. Two fire. <laughs> You're lighting them up. And then the third beam at the other one. A 19. There we go. Nine fire. Alright, so you do that. You, you, you just start blasting them. So anyway. Alright, so I will... Uh, you are still careening towards the bugs. They call me Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Um... No one calls you that. <laughs> you don't know them. So that's his name. <laughs> um, I'm going to do... Um, so the two bugs that are left, are they somewhat near each other, or what's like the bug layout? Uh, are you gonna hit us more, me and Ander? In Owl's other hand, he has a cone. The bugs are both, they're both within like 15 feet of each other. Oh, perfect. <laughs> I'm gonna cast Fireball. You're doing more damage to me than the bugs have. You have 105 health. I have 111 health. Would you say that they are uh, in a line, Harris, or what would you say? They are in a line. <laughs> and Arthos is in that line too? I'm gonna say he's not in that line. Well, maybe, maybe I won't. Maybe I won't do it then. <laughs> All right. So, is Ander in the line, or depending on how you finagle this line, Ander might be in the way. It's a two-point line. There's only one direction the line goes. Really, shush. We don't need. We don't need your math. Yeah, get out of here. Back to geometry class. All right, I'll just So as I will is careening through the air. He unleashes a blast of winter freeze from one hand, and with the other hand, he's going to conjure a long streak of lightning. This spell is called Lightning Bolt. Oh, did you mean the line isn't like in relation to you? Yeah. Oh, okay, I didn't realize that that's what you meant. If that's the case, then no, they are not in a line. I'm doing Kona Cold again. <laughs> do you have other spells? All right, if we need to, we need some variety then. I will do light on one of them. Uh, what does that do? I, I know it's like make a con save, they have to try and not rot or something like that. Yeah, they take 5d8 necrotic. Alright, so uh, what's the spell, DC? Uh, one second, I'll ping it. So, Owl is, was inspired by the Will Smith movie and is casting Blight <laughs> um, at 5th level. Gee, what the um, Does wow. DC con 17 con save or they take 46 necrotic which one? I'm going to do the one by Arthos, closest to Arthos, because I feel... I don't feel bad about hitting Arthos, I don't but... think you do, because you were about to do it again. Yeah, maybe I was aiming <laughs> for Arthos and accidentally just hit this bug with the blight. <laughs> but I'm aiming for that. Alright, so you watch as the bug is somewhat able to resist the necrotic energy as you brought upon it, as you notice this, some of the metallic bits ought to begin to, like, rust or road so yeah it takes 23 oh wait does it take oh yeah half down it takes 23 necrotic damage then does that all land yet <laughs> i'm gonna say yeah you land you jump from the building you jump, you jump 60 feet so from where you land you're about 15 to 20 feet from each of the robots does he take fall damage for falling that high fuck okay no it's not a fall it's a jump in complete control here did <laughs> <laughs> you you, you do, you, I wasn't going to have you take fall damage, but you, you did fall 20 feet. It's not a fall if I'm jumping. You were brought to the ground by gravity's hand. This is revenge for cold of coning me. I mean, uh... Cold of cold coning! coning Alright, Tyler, I am going to roll 2d6 blood snakes to, to represent the 20 feet you have gone down. I may use hellish rebuke on our... <laughs> <laughs> 
You take a whopping six bludgeoning. I will have made a new enemy. As you do a like Gravity. a half-assed superhero <laughs> landing. All right. How well is that your turn? That is my turn. All right, Arthos, you're up. Okay. Uh, I might as well just pop rage after it hit me a second time. And I would like to make a reckless attack by diving under the bug and slicing at its underbelly. Okay. Uh, and then come out the other side behind it. So you're gonna try and like, what are you trying to do? So I'm gonna dive and slide between his legs while slicing his stomach. And then come out the other side. Okay. And stab it in the ass. I realize I never described how big the bugs are, but they're big enough to where you could kind of do like a Mega Man slide underneath. Uh, so my first attack is a 22. That, that does hit. And it will take nine damage and gain one wound. And then now that I'm behind it, I'm going to stab it in its ass. <laughs> you realize that as this is a mechanical bug, it does not have an ass. And this time I remembered to extra attack. I'm so used to Breathweaver that he doesn't get one. That's another 22. Okay. And that's another nine damage. All right. You notice that, that this particular robot is not looking too hot. It is very close to shutting down for good. Oh, wait. I, I, wrote, I should have rolled both of those at advantage because I was recklessly attacking for the moment. Let me make sure I don't... Well, I didn't get in that 20 on any of them, so nothing changes. All right. So you do that. Uh, is that your turn? Yup. All right, Andrew, you're up. All right. Uh, so I'm going to try attacking the one that's grappling me again. Okay. Does a 19 hit? 19 does hit. All right. Ah, finally, good damage. That's eight damage, and then with that, I'm going to use Flurry of Blows. Okay. So that's two more unarmed strikes, and both at disadvantage. That's a 12 for the first one. That so misses. That misses. And then the next one is, oh my, a 24. All right, that hits. Roll damage. And that is max damage, 10. This robot is also very close to the big junk pile in the sky. <laughs> uh, is that is that it? Actually, because I use Flurry of Blows, I can use the disengage action for free, thanks to... Uh... How do you disengage to a robot that is holding you? I, I'm, I'm just asking. <laughs> That's a good point. You have never made an effort to ungrapple yourself. True. <laughs> so I don't know. He just, he just goes to the robot. All right, I'm done. <laughs> It's a, it's a, hey man, you got my arms. I, I'm done. I'm gonna, I'm gonna leave. All right. Is that good? <laughs> All right. I'll still be grappled. All right. So, so at this point, it's not. Oh, the robot is grappling him by force. Now does Anders be grappled by choice? <laughs> Don's a second base. Oh no. I'm oh, go, yeah. going to ignore oh. that. All right. Um, Morgan, is that your turn? Yep. All right, so, uh, clockwork robots time. Ander, the one, the robot that is grappling you is gonna attempt to bite you. Okay. Uh, what's your AC? 19. Wow. It just barely hits you with an unnatural 20. Or with, yeah, with an unnatural 20. You take 18 piercing. Okay. Because it takes a big, fatty chomp out of you. The other bug, the one that's menacing Arthos, what it's gonna do is it's also gonna let loose a cone of fire. And because of how everyone's like positioned in relation to one another, yeah, it's a 20 foot cone. So that would mean that bolt, that 
Arthos, Ander, and Elul are all in range. So, all of you make me a deck save. Seventeen. Unnatural twenty. I got a, a, uh, a seven, actually. Uh, so, Ander, seventeen passes, you're fine. Arthos, you pass, you take thirteen fire damage. Awul, you fail, and you take twenty-six fire damage. Uh, that's their turn. Oh, the bug needed to make a D DC check, sorry. Alright, con, it passed. It rolled a 19. Roth is up. Alright, uh, so at this point, I'm going to attempt to, uh, I guess I'm still going to attempt to Ray of Frost, the same one that's grappling, uh, uh grappling that monk. So, 24. Uh, the 24 hits, roll damage. Uh, it's 12 cold damage. Okay, so as you hit it, hit it for 12 cold damage, a couple things happen all in, in like rapid succession. Number one, it lets go of Ander. Number two, a loud voice, uh, like basically there's a loud like error message. Ella goes, you realize that this error message is infernal, saying that power source is critical, it's gonna blow the fuck up. And as Ella goes, here's this, robot blows up. Ander, make me a deck save. Fifteen. Ah, uh, that passes. Okay. And then you just don't take damage because you're a monk. <laughs> you do you do some fancy flip out of the way. I kind of just like drunkenly, like kind of like I don't know, like just sidestep. <laughs> he just no clips for a second. Um, uh, Roth, is that your turn? Uh, yeah, that's all I could do. Alright, Elagos, you're up. Alright, so there's still one spider left, correct? There is one spider that is very close to, to death's door. So, I think I'm gonna end this with style. Since it's the middle of the night, and I think we're about to get our spells back soon. Hopefully. But I am going to cast Moonbeam on this spider. Okay, you do that. Hot level 2. You call down a beam of lunar energy. Of eight radiant damage. <laughs> you call down a beam of lunar energy. Elagos, you watch as straight up, you look at the moon, just a beam just fires from the moon at the bug. The moon gives him finger guns. Elagos, for a quick second, you, you might see, you think you see a small rabbit on the moon doing finger guns. However, the robot passes the con save and it only takes half. Because, okay, Elagos, what's your, what's your spell state, DC? I just want to make sure, I, want, I don't want to assume. Um, for Moonbeam, I don't think there is a spell save DC. I'm pretty sure there is. Let me check. Uh, until the spell ends, dim light. When a creature enters the spell's area for the first time, or a turn starts its, starts its turn there, is engulfed in ghostly claims that cause searing pain, you must make a constitution save. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so... So then, yeah, uh, what's your spell save DC? Uh, that would be 15. Alright, so, like I said, it passed with a with an unnatural 20, so it takes half. This robot is showered in, it, it, it is bathed in glorious moonlight, as it is still kicking. I hate. You, 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 you just hate? All, all the time, I, I never stop. Alright, Elul? Alright, um, do I hate? Or what was the, <laughs> the question? I don't know. Do, do you hate? Um, 
Yeah, that's kind of my, my thing. Um, so there's just the one left, right? The moonbeam one. There, there's, the, there's the one that's bathing in moonlight. Spell slots, I think. Um, I will just Eldritch Blast the, the, the moon man. Uh, he said the thing. Moon man? No, Eldritch Blast. No. No, it was moon man. Oh, jeez. All right. Owl holds up both his hands and look, aims them at Arthas. Can we roll? Um, <laughs> no. He aims- Are you actually aiming at Arthas? No. <laughs> he aims okay. Yeah. I just want to make sure. I could probably take it, though. Do you say that as you see me hold my hands up? No. Okay. All right. <laughs> just making sure. Um, uh, I will aim both hands at the bug, and you kind of see, like, this bright, pale white beam emerge from both of them. So start with the right hand. Um, a 21. 21 hits while damage. Um, 12 force damage. Alright, so with that, with that Eldritch Blast, Elagos, you hear the same sort of power source, critical error, like, alert message in Infernal. Everyone else just hears, like, loud noise that resembles speech. As Arthos, robot near you explodes. Roll me a dex save. Nine. Alright, so you take 12 fire damage as this just um, I'm going to use my second Eldritch Blast, um, attempting to hit the remnants of the thing right in front of Arthos. Hopefully, there's... Uh, we'll see if it hits Arthos. I'm not sure. No one can be sure. Um, uh, <laughs> 20! I'm at 20! I'm not me, man. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, Jesus. Oh, well, okay, here's the thing. Uh, the thing's fucking dead. It, it literally exploded. Oh, yeah, I know. He, he knows that. This is just kind of a thinly veiled excuse for me to th shoot Arthos. <laughs> Do you actually want to shoot Arthos? There's just so much chaos in the battlefield. Who knows? I, all right, so the, I take that as a as a rousing yes. Will be damage, not crit damage. That's a natural twenty. I'm gonna, I as the DM am gonna intercede and say you don't deal full crit damage to Arthos. All right, so I fire my disgustingly powerful object blast and. I pull my punch a little bit when I realize it's going to hit my good friend, Arthos. <laughs> As Arthos gets smacked for 11 force damage. Just just for context, I took 18 damage from the monsters we were fighting. I'm at 26 health out of 111. <laughs> Imagine getting chunked down by the friendly warlock. Your friendly neighborhood warlock. All right, so... At this point, there is the ruined body of the mechanical angel and two flaming piles of scrap metal that were once robot bugs. Arthos will end rage as he uh, wipes the blood off of his forehead and turns to the rest of the party and goes, Alright, mateys, ye need to learn a little more about friendly fire. I don't know if I'd say we- yeah, we friendly? I, I, I mean, I, uh, I don't really know any of yous, but uh, my name's Roth. Nice to meet you. It seems more that we were allies of consequence than friends. Well, still, you need to learn to aim your spells a bit. Andrew's going to walk back to the bar. <laughs> I think he has something to handle out back as I look at Andrew leave. All right. As Andrew starts to give an Irish goodbye. So um, now Ireland exists. <laughs> shush. I'm sorry, a Johto goodbye. Because remember, <laughs> the Johto region is now canon in this AU. Thank you, Tyler. Just doing God's work. 
Okay, as Andrew proceeds to give a Johto goodbye to his friends of circumstance up from the roadway that would have led to the bar, the party notices 10 or so town guards accompanied by a very androgynous and elegantly dressed gnome. The guards quickly begin to just like kind of inspect like what the hell is going on. Two of the guards stick with the gnome as the gnome walks up to the party and just asks, My G Willikers, what happened here? And who may ye be, wee man? <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, I am the I am the mayor of this humble little town. My name is Osifar Olowitz. I'm gonna quickly transform into a gnome that looks just like this guy, except even smaller, and then walk up to uh this conversation say Hello everybody! My old me, it's been a while since I've seen a gnome in these parts. But again, what what the fresh hell happened here? Someone ran into the bar saying <clears throat> there, there were metal monsters and I walked out here one time, saw nothing, went back to the bar, I walked out <clears throat> with uh, this guy and I point to Owl. And oh, that must that must have been uh, ra- ra- what, what was the name again? Oh, right, Rambling Rob. He, he has a weird tendency to just, to just tell f- weird tall tales. But I guess for once he was right. Yeah, unfortunately. Yeah, and look at look at all this property damage. As the few things in the square are kind of utterly fucked. Uh, uh yeah. Uh, most of this property damage was caused by uh, and I point over to Roth. I, I think it was that guy. <laughs> well, I, well, I mean, here's the thing. Like, now, Mr. Roth, I think your name was. I don't think that you sick these robots on the town, correct? No, I didn't sick no robots, no way. So we get a reward for killing these robots. What was that? Do you have like a frog in your throat, Mr. Nope? You could, you could use your words. Are we getting a reward for killing these robots? <laughs> oh my God. I mean, you, my 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 golly! You don't have to sh- you don't have to shout at me. Uh, I mean, um, I don't know what kind of an award you will receive. I will. For starters, you all we all get. I'll I'll talk to the guy over at the the, the clever barracuda, and you all have free a free night there. Um, beyond that, I'll think about it. Jeez, oh, I don't know about that guy in the clever barracuda. I mean, look how badly damaged I was. It could have been worse for the town had we not been here. I know. I'm, to, to be quite frank, I'm, I'm kind of glad that you got to the monsters when you did, because they probably would have fucked up a lot more of the place. Uh, I'm going to walk up to the the gnome. I'm already pretty close to you and kind of like just look at him straight in the eyes and say, You better give us a reward. I'm going to be angry. You won't like me when I'm angry and bigger than this. Look, I'm already giving you a, f- a free room for now. I don't know what sort of monetary compensation you are owed. I have to think that over. And that's factored into the town budget. Can I roll intimidation to just see if that would that boosted how much you'll give us? Roll me intimidation. All right. Um, I got a 7 plus 9, a 16. A- as Osivar rambles about the town budget, you do notice that he like he does look a little nervous. So you, Al, well, you think like your threats kind of got to him. So, uh, uh, Osavar, uh, you should probably know that 
and there was a card over there with a couple of one barrels. Uh, they kind of got destroyed in the process, though. Also, I looks over to the wine cart and just sees that there's just this massive puddle of wine on the floor. Looks back to Andrew. By golly, I can see that. But thank you for the heads up. No problem. <laughs> All right, so I'm uh, I'm gonna go take that uh, free room you got inside the uh, inn. Thank you very much, Mister uh, Mister Andor, Mrs. Osafia Illowitz. Is this a free room for each of us? Or one shared room with a five-person bunk bed? <laughs> I don't think the, the clever Barracuda has a five-man bunk bed. If you want one, I, I could certainly try to make that sort of arrangement. This is strange. It's like I'm having some kind of deja vu. <laughs> yeah, that sounds familiar. I don't know why. Can I go investigate the Archangel body? I don't think we ever really gave it the old look over. Oh, uh, you can go investigate it. All right, I quickly turn my back to the gnome, and as I do, I slowly start to get bigger and bigger. <laughs> Osavar does not notice. What? The, par- the party members were talking to Osavar. The two guards have a very confused look, but don't say anything as they as they clearly notice Al will just kind of grow. Are you growing as you walk away, so you look like your height's the same the entire time? Yes. Except my feet are staying <laughs> the same size. It's like, he's walking away, but he's not getting any smaller. Actually, I might do it's only my feet get bigger. So it looks like <laughs> I'm getting smaller, but my body's staying the same. Uh, my feet are staying the same size. Flavoring how you regrow yourself aside. Um, only investigation. All right, so yes, yeah, so I will attempt to rummage through this body of a Oh, God. It first rolled and then bounced onto my mic stand into a nat one. So as, as you go to, like, you you begin to poke around this thing. And, like, like, you're not really sure what you're looking for. You're just like, oh, look, weird mechanical body. As you poke around, you end up, um, you end up shocking yourself for six lightning damage as a, as a little spark jumps from one of the internal mechanical components to your body. I feel like as that happens, I just, like, get shocked back into my changeling form. And now I'm full size again. Alright, that happens. You just, boop, you're changeling now. Alright, so, uh, what what you got over there? Any, uh, anything interesting besides it, uh, shocking you? Oh, jeez, oh. <coughs> There's some electricity. That's, it's shocking there. <coughs> Someone else can take take a look. Sure, I don't mind. I'll I'll walk over to it, being careful not to try and shock myself. And you said it's an investigation check? Yep. Alright. Alright, that is a 14 plus 9. Alright, 23. One thing that you notice that's kind of interesting is as you you kind of like poke around the inside, you notice that in the middle, there's... A creamy center. (laughs) Ew. No, but... Like obviously, the, like this thing doesn't have like organs or whatever, but kind of roughly where the human heart is, there's just um a metal sphere with like bits of wiring that kind of go up to the head, go up down into the body, and also kind of like extend into the arms. Additionally, on the chest plate of the mechanical body, you see that there's a um, an emblem of a dragon's head in profile. Right off the bat, you can't tell what kind of dragon, but it is a dragon in profile. All right, all right. Uh, I'm gonna try and, uh, I'm gonna try and steal this, uh, or, well, try to remove this core. Roll me a sleight of hand. Alright. 
I rolled a 17. No modifiers. All right, so you, you kind of just, like, reach your hand into the body. You Kalima the fuck out of this mechanical core, and you now have it. Sounds good to me. I'll inspect that later. All right, you do that. Um, anyone else want to poke around the different mechanical creatures? I say we just go to the bar and call it a night. I'm with that. Before we do that, I'm actually going to say to, to, to Arthas, I say, Uh, hey, listen, I'm sorry I think I caught you with my Kona Cold Blast. Do not worry. Just uh, learn to aim better next time. No, no, no. Let me make it up to you. And I, I gave him a ring, and I say, Yeah, I think if you give this to the bartender, maybe you can get a free drink or something. And I gave him the wedding <laughs> ring I got from him earlier. Oh <laughs> I don't tell you it's a wedding ring. That's a nice ring. A lot of love in that. Thanks for listening to this episode of Good Job Adventures. If you like what you just heard, be sure to let us know by rating the podcast on your preferred listening platform. It really helps us out a lot. For questions about the cast, business inquiries, contact us at goodjobadventures at gmail.com. For everything else, follow us on Twitter at gjadventures. We promise we'll maybe follow back. Be sure to tell your friends about us or your enemies. Thanks again. See you next time.